All right, welcome back to episode nine of Rule of Three. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're at nine. And we've got a friend here. And we've got a friend. We've got an old friend. An old but new again friend. We've got an old but new friend. (laughs) And he's here to bless us with some some insights and wisdoms. Yes, so welcome back. (laughs) You what? So this is our buddy Anton Mack. Hey, AKA, what's your ha- what's your Insta handle? It's it's nothing spectacular. It's just I am Anton Mac. I am Anton I Mac. Am Anton Mac. <laughs> Hit him up for some crispy photos. Photos, videos, whatever you need. Yeah. Passports are good. Visas are good. Let me know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have one of those little Apple swipes in your phone for when you're on the go? Just, just a square. A- ask, ask no more. <laughs> just what is boarding that? passes, boarding passes, boarding passes. Oh my God! Look at this oh. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a thicker Apple wallet in my life. Yeah, that's actually pretty tick. Hey, baby. That's Thanks. a tick wallet. Anyways, I'm Sarah. That's Chris. We have Anton on here, and this is Rule of Three, and we're back in action, baby. And uh, our topic, our overarching topic this week that we asked our listeners about was... Music. Music. La, 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 la. And specifically, oh, the question was, what, it, what comes to mind when you hear the word or when you think of music? Mm-hmm. And we got a pretty cool spectrum of answers from people. Some people were more spiritual and a little more, you know, thinking on the, you know, the, the ways in which it can heal the human body and connect with the human body. Um, and then some people were much more like, you know, base level and they were just like kind of on the nose answers, but they were yeah. still cool. They were just yeah, I think it's very, always, very variety. It's always nice to hear what people have to say um, mm-hmm. in response to our call outs just because, yeah, they can be so varied and it lets you kind of get to know people. But we chose the topic specifically because Anton is here. Yeah. So, Anton, just before we start, just so people have context, you can give them a little idea about what it is you do in your your daily life, how you get down, Um, how you you pay the bills, how you feed feed the dream and pay the bills. Toronto is really expensive to live in. That's why I'm not here most of the time. Yeah. (laughs) Facts. Either either on a tour bus or on a hotel. Yeah. Um, But I'm a a photographer, videographer. I work with a lot of artists, a lot of... uh, people from america so that means i'm traveling a lot and um yeah for hopefully i don't get like incriminated for like or, <laughs> like any like over overusing my visas or anything but i was in america most of the last year uh, i was working with an artist named saint john uh he's on really talented artist by yeah. the way he's sick like bigs picked him up this year um the guy who founded rockefeller um i work with shirazi he's an afrobeats artist um i also work with a dj duo that's turning into a uh, um, singing duo, uh, Angel and Dren, and also manage this guy. Uh, his name is Roman Peter. Uh, Shout out. Hey, Roman. Yeah. <laughs> first track out now on iTunes, Apple Music, SoundCloud, everywhere. And, oh, and yes. Roman, just quickly, what kind of genre or, or vibe would you classify yourself as, as an artist? You know, I, Not that you need to put a label on it, you know, because everyone's got their own sound, but... I mean, every, everybody usually says it's R&B. R&B. Mm. But I like to think of my music as beautiful. Unique mm. to yourself. Nice, I like that answer. So that, that's kind of how I categorize myself. Cool. Dope, dope. That's sick, man. Thank well, it's good to have you with us today. My pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, now that we've got that little bit of context down, um, we can move forward with what our three suggestions were that we got from people that we liked the most. Amazing. Yeah, so they're pretty, they're pretty interesting ones. I think, should we go with all of them, or are we going to let it out as the episode let's, flows through? Let's let it out as it goes through. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Keep the element of surprise Keep in there. Guessing. So let's start it off. Um, the first one that we're going to be talking about is that music is what makes a movie. 
Mm. Agree or disagree, firstly? Anton? I the think... floor is yours. <laughs> Go ahead. I love that little Anton. Anton? That gesture. Whoa. <laughs> I'm um, a performer. <laughs> um, I think every visual aspect requires some type of audio component to it. It's mm-hmm. just incomplete. Mm. You can watch a movie without any sound effects. It would be a flat movie. Yeah. I think mm. movies like Inception, where you have audio, vi- like, where, where you fuse audio mm-hmm. with the visual, just puts the movie together. Mm. Um, it's, yeah, just, you need the sound there. I th- you just can't have them without each other. They need to coexist. I, I agree, man. And it's interesting because we feel that now and we're, you know, we're a product of, you know, this new age of, you know, multimedia and the, we find new ways to, you know, uh, intertwine and, and synthesize media. Yeah. But back in the day, people, you know, just watched it silently and like, they were like, all right, it's cool. You for know, sure. we got subtitles and we're good. Yeah, well, I even think we curate playlists for things that wouldn't have had sound to them before now Mm. like there's a playlist for everything Mm -hmm. getting out of the shower there's a playlist you know (laughs) so maybe it's like not just movies but it's also everyday life yeah Yeah. and if you look at social media too everything comes with sound now it used to be Mm. just like on instagram you get still photos but now everything is a 15 second clip with like the the sound and everything true yeah like yeah, everything requires a, some some type of sound now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's it's really interesting. And one one show that like came to mind when I when we first like read this topic that I yeah. think they did such a good like the the sound design and the scoring for it is so well done is Breaking Bad. Oh mm. my goodness, Breaking Bad, that sound design and that score yeah. is so fire. Like yeah. everything about yeah. that show from an yeah. audio perspective, it just like some of the scenes. The w- even just the way that they that they minimize how much sa- how many you know layers and yeah. effects are going on like they yeah. just they did such a good job of accenting certain scenes with like the proper sound design yeah and it like gives you chills you know you know what show I actually just started watching um, more recently that I it just came to mind is like a show that curated their sound so well mm-hmm. um, like musically was Euphoria. Um, it's, I don't oh, know if I recognize that one. Yeah. I think Crave, uh, like for uh, Canada, Crave is who shares it, good old but it's Lulu in America. Yeah. Oh, thank good you. Old, oh, true, Shout actually, out to America. I didn't know that. It is, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, Interesting. Is it the same thing? Uh, Hulu's way more like expensive. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I was going to say like, partner. dang. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the show is, it, it deals with a lot of drug use, alcoholism okay. in teens, um and sort of like experimenting in high school and all that jazz mm. so the variance of music that ends up at the beginning of every episode like within certain scenes and the the amount of playfulness they have yeah. in the scenes just physically like there will be points where the main character is walking on all of the walls um because they have i guess one of those rotating scenes going on where it's in a giant tube like in a fun house and so she's able to like walk and fall on the ceiling and then like keep going on the ground and oh my god there's this amazing song that accompanies that like moment and i feel like it would be so lost without anything Mm -hmm. like musically yeah it's just it's crazy well, because it's wild because sometimes the sound effects are setting you up before you even know what you're supposed to be feeling, What's right? That called? Like sometimes there's a delay between the audio and the visual, and the audio starts to set you up, and then the visual kind of set, sends the message yeah. home, and you're like, oh, that now I know how I'm supposed to be feeling right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you ever? Ch- oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Go okay. ahead. It's all you. 
Have you ever tried like plugging your ears and watching something and just feeling really unsatisfied? Yeah, my laptop's on mute a lot. I, just, <laughs> I don't realize True. until after. I'm like, why is it not playing? Maybe it's my TV, maybe it's, it's my true. laptop. Maybe it's a bad cord. I wasn't sure, but... Yeah, you got a yeah. shoddy a shoddy cord. That's yeah, so funny. Like, um, but I think for this topic, we have to bring up how important music videos are, too. Yes. yes. I think, yeah. Like, right now, there aren't any there aren't any major, like, TV channels that play music videos all day. Like, do you remember back in Foot Locker? Like, oh, yeah. Years, like, a decade ago, they used to play, they had a TV dedicated just for music yeah, videos. Yeah, like, I remember that. We don't have that anymore. Yeah. No, we don't. We're just, like, there's no MTV or anything. So, I think... Yeah, it's changing. Yeah. I think YouTube is probably, like, the easiest place to find the, the videos, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you need visuals for your music, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it also changes the perspective of a song. Yeah. Because I think when you sh- when you when you give the people the song, they get their own chance to like digest it like however they want. And mm-hmm. when you give them the visuals, the artist kind of gives you like, here's another step you can take my song to. Yeah. Right. Like here's how I wanted you to envision it, and like the right. story I wanted to tell with it. Right. Yeah. Um, Have you yeah. shot any videos? Um, or has that interest? Is that a is that a you know thing that interests you, or is that not really something that you've ever really considered, you know, stepping um, into? I think shooting music videos has always been something I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and um, slowly, slowly sneaking my way into it. Right. Um, top secret, but uh, this guy, Roman Peter. Video, <laughs> video in the works? Potentially <laughs> video coming soon. Oh, oh. I like that. Okay. All right, there's maybe, the plug. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. Um, just one thing that I wanted to say that you know, reminded me of, of something I was thinking about yesterday when I was watching uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. Good show. Um, yeah. Good okay, show. so I've been sleeping on that show. So I've been totally <laughs> sleeping on it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, shaking I, can, his head right now. <laughs> I can admit that. I've been sleeping on it, but I'm awake now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the clouds are parted. Good. Um, and it's really good. And one thing that I really like about it is I, I love when, when shows will be like a period piece, but they will still use music from like present day or modern yes. day yeah. and it has this really cool fusion where you know you're listening to someone that is like not at all from this generation you're listening to like some like grainy electric guitar with like a guy singing into like a mic with like a vocoder on it but it's like these guys from the 1920s but it's mm-hmm. so sick yeah. you know what i mean like it works so well mm-hmm. and i love Star when we- one was like that too like right it's like the, so true. Like the, i forgot which rendition it is but like the recent with lady gaga and brad pitt like or- yeah uh, oh, Bradley yeah, Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, yeah. 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 Wrong Brad. B. Coops. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, all the Bradleys. It Brad. just kept mixed up. Bradley. Bradley. <laughs> Bradley Pitt. I would never call I wonder that. why Bradley Cooper went with Bradley and not Brad. I Maybe because like, there's already a Brad Pitt? Well, I feel like Brad Pitt is a Brad, and I feel like Bradley Cooper is a Bradley. It's a pretty big Brad to live up to. Yeah. When, you know, you got to live up to Brad Pitt, it's a big Brad. I don't know. I think they're different <laughs> entities. Bratty. Bratty and Brad T. Anyway, we can we can Returning. move on. We can t- we can uh, pause that digression and move on to our next uh, our next topic. We, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. A Star Is Born. Is, yeah. Sorry, it was born. Amazing movie. Oh yeah, it was sweet. Yeah. So good. It made me tear up. Bohemian Rhapsody too. Great. It actually did. It Chris had to up. drag me out of the theater when we saw. Oh yeah, we Star watched it. Born. We watched it together. It, it was oh, my so goodness. bad. It shook dude, me. Dude, <laughs> we both sat for a second and looked at each other and we were like, 
Yeah, you were you like could compose yourself. He was like, yeah, I'll I'll like, just wow, snivel that, a tear back like, into my socket, and me, I'm just like, I don't know yeah. what to Resorb do. the tears. <laughs> tears. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna transfer them to you now, yeah. and you can have them. You need to pour them out. Yeah, I think it, what was the other movie that made me do that? It was um. The, the fast movie when uh, Paul Walker passed. Oh, oh yeah, when they did the like, tribute to I him at the left, end. I looked right. I was like, yeah, we're, we're all in this together, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, the tribute to him was really nice. It was sad, but it was really nice. Yeah. Another but one I agree. was um, the Amy Winehouse documentary. I don't know if I've ever watched that actually. Oh, regrettably. Oh god. Yeah. Actually, and that's a really good one to talk about for music. Sorry, before we move that's on. That's okay. That's okay. Um, just because that movie specifically, they had the typography of her lyrics to all of her songs kind of coming mm-hmm. up as episodes of her life were like ebbing and flowing of this like sort of side reel mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. content they had. Um, and it gives you a fully new perspective on every single one of her songs because you can finally relate it to a point in her life or like relate it to a person and seeing the text, seeing like mm-hmm. the video and then hearing the song was the most beautiful marriage of like mm-hmm. kind of, Things coming together in a long time that I've seen. An orgy of elements, if you know. Oh, it was a total orgy. Uh, And I was here for it. Harmonious. An Amy orgy, (laughs) and I'm all in. (laughs) Anyways. Okay, not going to get creepy. Let's move on. Loving it. Um, Yeah. So next we're going to talk about something that I recently just learned about Mm. because of one of our submissions is um, industry plants. Ah, yes. I didn't know they yes, existed. Yes. Oh, yes. They are at large. Literally, I thought but my friend was talking about like a house plant for a second. <laughs> I was like, um, a they're plant. Industri- they're, in- plant. they're industrial like, plants. I, They've got cement planter bases. Every yeah. time someone get makes a song, someone buys them a plant, and that's how you know you're in the music industry. <laughs> have, have, a, have a ficus. Welcome Enjoy to the industry. Your plant. <laughs> Here's my coactus, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my coactus. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Sorry. So, so like, let, let's talk about what it actually yeah. is. Let's let's get your first of all your wait, perspective on that. Wait, what do you so, think? Someone needs to define what an industry plant is. Yeah, yeah. Chris, you want to do, do it? it? You want me to give you the give us the hot yeah. the hot take? What's the official? So in my in my opinion, what I believe an industry plant is, I believe an industry plant is is a public figure or a person that has you know qualities that a label might deem as attractive to the consumers mm. or you know qualities that you can definitely extort and highlight and turn into this like larger than life you know brand mm-hmm. and i believe that there's very little artistic substance there and those kind of mm-hmm. go hand in hand and i think those are like the main you know points of an industry plant because they know it's like we have an equation that has been working and this is how we're going to we're going to package you the way we've packaged other people you know you, we're going to highlight those points that we can really brand and people want to pay attention to and we're just going to drive it home and we're going to put you with you know heavy production team we're going to auto tune the shit out of your voice it's going to sound tight as fuck and people are going to buy it cuz we're going to put it on all platforms you're going to be you know on all the radio channels and you're you know what i mean you, you're just they you're see you and they're like in you're a not machine. yeah yeah sorry I, I went on for a bit there but that's <laughs> that's really what i that's what I believe, at least. Okay. Sure. I mean, I think I my 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 understanding of an industry plant was someone that kind of got a push out of nowhere, mm. kind of like just bursted onto the scenes and had all mm-hmm. the label like funding behind them. Or her. Right. I thought that's what an industry plant was, but by your definition, I think. Um, but those are kind of they, they they go hand in hand. Like I think you're still right. I think I feel like with with my definition of industry plants, a lot of 
a lot of these artists are just their stories aren't out there yet mm-hmm. they're more up and coming and they see and the people only see the the, the polished product not mm-hmm. the journey how they got there i see i see yeah that was my understanding of an interesting oh product, cool i think you could be right i mean i might be uh, wrong uh, like Urban Dictionary list. Yeah. Um, I could be very wrong. Here, let, you know what? Let's look it up. Yeah. Well, okay. So while <laughs> you look I it up, um, when I was talking to my friend who sent in this submission, um, he was saying apparently like Halsey is an industry plant. Whoa. Um, there's like conspiracy theories around like who is mm. actually an artist like for themselves and who was just chosen. Um, and another one was apparently Lana Del Rey. No way. No yeah. Way. Like apparently Wait, she... Really? Uh, apparently so she yes. went so, by sorry i just want to apparently yeah. she went by another name oh <laughs> i oh, love it <laughs> you just hit your hat on the i did i'm sorry don't apologize sorry, it's I have just a big funny. Forehead. <laughs> um yeah apparently she was um like under another name before and like had a totally different uh, really? kind of brand behind her and then it switched up and now she is lana del rey I think um, interesting. I'll, I think I'll speak for the artists. I think a lot of people want to pursue a certain sound, a certain image, right? But not it doesn't always take off. And for I think sure. when when you feel like you've been running up against the wall for the longest time and it's just it's not working, you got to rebrand. And I think the biggest way to rebrand is like name change, image change. And I think yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I don't like, necessarily think that it's true or that mm-hmm. it's right, but it's interesting that people are like developing conspiracy theories yeah. over someone who's just trying to make art. <laughs> <laughs> like my. The thing is, every day there are new artists like popping like up on SoundCloud. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, 100%. there's just so many. You just can't follow all the come up stories. I think. No. Right. Like just enjoy the music for what it, for what it is. However yeah. it got mm-hmm. there. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. Yeah, I like fair. that. Enjoy yeah. the music for what it is. That's however totally it fair. got yeah. there. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. Read the, the yeah, definition. But yeah. So an industry plant. Is read some... it in unison because you both have it open. It, it might not be the same though. Oh. Here, read yours. Yours is Urban Dictionary, so it's more <laughs> legit. I wanted it to be cute. It's more legit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> industry plant an industry plant is an artist who has major slash indie label backing uh backing their movement but present themselves as a homegrown startup label Mm. to create a Mm. pseudo organic following i see they act as if they are miraculously happening for for, uh, this this is a really silly definition i think but we Um, it i i I mean i i see why the there there's a stigma against industry plants but a lot of for for every one artist you see, there's probably a thousand artists that don't make it. Right. Like whether, for sure. Whether these artists start off as like songwriters or like producers, whatever that may be, it's just there are so many of them that can't all make it. And this one person who has the network to to make it is the one that you see. For sure. Um, right. I, I think the best analogy is like when you see a tree, you know underground there are a bunch of roots that have to gather the nutrients from all the soil around it, but there's only one sprouting tree. Yeah. Um, like scientifically, this isn't, this isn't correct, but just go with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're rolling with the metaphor. It's yeah. okay. I'm, I, I'm it's a good metaphor, so it's, we're gonna look past sense. the science. Yeah. So there's only one that can spruce from it. There's only one that can bloom from it. Right. And it's raining all season, and you only see the the flowers when it's bloomed, when the tree is blooming. But right. Yeah. Um, it's so I like true. that. I like that analogy. Yeah. And I think it's with any art form, actually, like not just music. I think. You know, everyone's trying to create all the time, but yeah. the people with those connections and the people with the ability to just get something out there at the right place at the right time, like exactly. that's what you see. Yeah. Exactly. No, and yeah, I, and that's the thing. I, I don't think I, I don't think I necessarily, you know, have a like begrudgingly like look, look down on people who, you know, because everyone, everyone gets their starts and, you know, some people are more transparent with how they get their starts than others. So some mm-hmm. people you might really like and think are, 
independent and homegrown might also be industry plants or might have had, you know, that one friend who was like, yeah, yeah, I'll pass your stuff on or yeah, I'll, I'll get you in the studio. Yeah, I'll get you. I'll, I'll jump on a feature for you. Like, and then that's, you know, how it continues to snowball. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely like what you said. You know, I think just enjoy music for what it is. And if you don't want to listen to it, then just don't listen to it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I definitely feel like industry plants are becoming more of a thing. Um, but maybe maybe that's an off-base I, I feeling. That just, a lot of it stems from like jealousy of like, how did mm. that person reach that plight of his mm-hmm. career before I could? Yeah. Well, you definitely, you definitely never see the, pro- like, a lot of the time with these big people, you're right, you don't, people assume they just pop out of nowhere, yeah. but they have been grinding. Exactly. I mean, sure. Lady sure. Gaga, like, that seemed like she popped out of nowhere, but yeah. she was, like, she had... Ju- oh. Juilliard training? Or something well, like no, that. Well, no, but, like, she was also, like, a go-go dancer and did yeah. a lot really? of, like... I didn't know that. Like, intense kind of shit jobs before yeah. she could really make it to where she ended up. Right. Mm-hmm. And all we see is, like, what, Poker Face or whatever the first yeah. one was. I think I'll, I'll speak about St. John, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, St. John, he's been writing songs for, like, Usher, Division, Jaden, like, a bunch of people for, wow. for over half a decade. But only now is he really starting to release his own music. Yeah. Like, these networks didn't come overnight. He was really, like, out there trying to meet these yeah. people, like, get these connections and everything. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people are premature when they release their music. It's not their time to release it. But when people do have their whole plan and they phase their their like releases correctly it looks a lot more professional and more polished Mm -hmm. yeah do you find that a lot um i i do feel like a lot of people rush to like drop Mm. the music and i think when you drop music without a plan like an example is uh no no names but someone can get a song on six buzz six buzz is our is toronto's very own uh, world star (laughs) hip-hop all the silly videos go up there yeah Uh, and and I do think Six Buzz is not good for the city. I but, um, completely agree with yeah. you. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can you can pay to get your song up there. But where, what's the plan after that? There's no, like, sure, you get the clicks for that one song, but there's no, like, lasting effect for it. There's yeah. not, like, it's reason quick hits. for it. It's quick exactly. hits. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll see the spike in the one song, but the next song will have, like, not a lot of plays. Right. Well, I definitely feel that's one thing that, a lot of people are, are really jumping on right now is they're not focusing on longevity and they're yeah. focusing on, you know, not just being in the public eye. Yeah. 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 Mm. I definitely agree with you there. And I think that that's something we see more and more with, you know, the growing prominence of like social media and being able to get out to people on social media. People will do anything just to yeah. get views and garner yeah. attention now. So you've got these people just being outlandish and ridiculous because they know that people are going to click. Well, you and know, I know also people are think, click the watch, you know, I also you know. think that artists that have a better, um, kind of visual backing behind them mm-hmm. uh, and like know how to Full brand. like garner yeah. social mm-hmm. media to their advantage mm-hmm. um, have better um, viewing like, yeah. or for better sure. following yeah. for sure even if they have a niche like I think there there are musicians who have like a niche brand that social media just attracts and then they can use that very much to their advantage Flatbush zombies yeah. Shout out to Flatbush Zombie. You've got a fantastic, fantastic For brand. For sure. <laughs> Shout out to you my boy a, Dan. you got a crazy brand. He, he works with a guy named CJ Fly, and he, they I all went on tour CJ. with, um, what is it, the Flash? The Beast, the Beast, Beast Coast, Coast Tour. Like, yeah, dude, I, I saw yeah. that show at uh, TD Echo Beach. Yeah, it, was it was pretty it was sick. Nuts. Yeah, it was it's a nuts. good time, man. Like, those guys all grew up and went to the same high school. Isn't that yeah. wild? Yeah. It's, the probability it's, of that? Yeah. like <laughs> Very low. It's insane. And all those guys are super talented. ASAP, Pro Era, the fact that they all grew up in a similar generation. Yeah yeah it's wild man a lot of talent out of new york yeah who, really who do you think cool. runs new york right now who who is it, is it? <sighs> I d- it's not pro era i i love joey but it's just in my opinion i don't 
I think Joey recently has been like, in, in my opinion, again, I think he's been slipping a bit. I like his older stuff more. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's again, that's just from my opinion of what I expect from him as an artist, right? He's mm-hmm. growing and going through his own changes, yeah. so I'm sure he's very happy with where he's at. Right. Um, he's doing well for himself. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love Flatbush, but that's bias because they don't run New York, but they do in my heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's definitely my favorite New York, uh, New York artist mm-hmm. slash group. Um, but I, I honestly, in my opinion, I still think, I think ASAP Rocky, man, like ASAP Ferg and ASAP Rocky together yeah. have hold a lot of clout and I don't usually use that word, but they do yeah. like yeah. the two of them are pretty heavyweight. Yeah. If you look at their discography, yeah. like mm-hmm. they've they, been making bangers. Yeah. Rocky <laughs> kind of spearheaded that for the past, like earlier part of the, the 2010s. And then he kind of took the step back to do all the fashion. And then Ferg out of nowhere just burst out on the scenes and like, I'm right? take, I, I am ASAP. Mm. Dude, yeah. he, he no. does a fantastic job of separating himself from ASAP Rocky too. Like yeah, they have sure. very different energies. Yeah, and yeah. oh my God. Himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw ASAP Ferg in concert actually. Oh, awesome. And it was like, <laughs> it felt like I was a part of a cult. Like I'm not even People lying nuts. to you. People and, and the way that he presents himself too, like it was the most culty shit i've ever experienced yeah. <laughs> it was crazy Did and i was like bowing down oh dirt on literally <laughs> no i was like a little bit high i was with my ex-boyfriend and the two of us like weren't huge asap ferg fans so we're you just kind of the standing there yeah. experiencing it and i was like oh my god what did i just get myself into? <laughs> it was crazy yeah speaking of of crazy shows i've never been to one but i feel like you probably have have you ever been to a travis show Oh my goodness! Uh, and if so, what is that like? Because I've heard they're pretty hectic. The very first Travis show I went to was, uh, I want to say, twenty sixteen. He was opening for uh, the weekend at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And, um, do you remember this? He, before Rebel was Rebel, do you remember Sound Academy? Buddy, yeah. Sound do Academy? I remember? Of course. Sound Academy. Yeah. It was uh, love the Sound Academy. Yeah. Um, so he was, he was, he had two shows that day. He had an afternoon show and a late night, sh- late night show. Mm-hmm. And I had to go to the, to the night show cause yeah. at the night show. At the night show. Yeah. Um, I think, um, that was when, uh, what is it? Rodeo dropped and, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the show was insane, but I yeah, think that, when, I think that's probably my favorite Trav- Travis music. Yeah. Like that era was really just yeah. different. I forgot what song it was. I think it was, it might've been Quintana, but everyone decided Dude, to, that song is so bro, heavy like the explosion at the very yeah. the very first drop yeah and it first I was, pops oh, yeah oh, dude i i don't know how i got there but i somehow i was somehow in the front after like not getting there like too early but i yeah. was in the front and then i jumped and then i tripped on the girl beside <gasps> me and then i i fell and then like my my life flashed before my eyes i was like all i see are lights <laughs> oh and bodies God. above me yeah and, like, like oh, darkness fuck just pure darkness <laughs> yeah. and then luckily some like buff white guy just like he's like oh, i got you bro. <laughs> <laughs> and was, like, bro i was like thank you chad and like brad chad and brad he took his he took his one. creatine that morning yeah i was like thank I, I you am for your taking your creatine for me yeah brad, thank, you, chad. thank you for saving my life and <laughs> allowing me my career <laughs> that's sick speaking of like moments like that my friend will actually sarah our, our friend will um he he used to go to a lot of shows and one of the craziest things he's ever experienced was he said when he, when flatbush first came to toronto i think they performed at phoenix wow i think it was phoenix or no where who has the upper balcony uh danforth, danforth. it was a danforth and he performed at danforth they performed at danforth and in the middle of the show, Meech goes up on the upper balcony in the middle of a song, goes like this and motions everyone to get together. And he steps up and he f- literally goes no. like this and drops back spread <gasps> eagle. Oh, wow. And that's a pretty big drop. Yeah. Uh, no, it is a, on, it is a massive the, drop. Onto the crowd. And Will was literally underneath him. And he said that like, 
he literally had to at his girlfriend at the time, Lauren. He literally had to shield Lauren as it was ha- as it was happening, and he kind of hit everyone, and there was like this kind of like pulse wave of like it hit, and then everyone went whoa, and it's like a ripple. yeah, yeah, and everyone just kind of like it's fell like over. Everyone bowling pin, and then ev- yeah, and then everyone kind of picked him back up, and he like went back to st- on stage, but like okay, talk about a hectic. trust fall. That's like, pretty hectic, yeah, man. That's, yeah, that's you know? a real talk fall. about it. Easily just fall. been like I'm out and yeah. stepped aside. You yeah. Know? yeah, I think you have to be like. You know how at Wonderland, there's like a, you must be this height to yes. <laughs> Like, if you're over 5'6", you should not be jumping into the crowds. No. Like, you're going to probably hurt someone, whatever. Like, it's, oh, and yeah. you're probably not going to make it. Unless, I think. Or if you're, over, like, if you're, you know, a little bit overweight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm also, like, I'm 5'10", and I've never been that short. And I was never that girl that, like, got on people's shoulders for mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. And I always see those girls climbing up on people, you know, like yeah. the oh, little like tiny things. Like festivals and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Festival riders. Or even when it's, like, not the right vibe, they, like, <laughs> yeah. still go up on someone's shoulders. And yeah, like, it'll be, it's like, like, a slow song. song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. bitch, get up. Play your lighter. <laughs> the four people behind you cannot yeah, see. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. light on fire. Someone's <laughs> holding the lighter right beside your ass <laughs> so true yeah that's oh. Oh, yeah that's man <laughs> that's crazy like we we digressed i don't even remember what we were talking about in the first place what's what's uh, your favorite concert you've been to oh okay oh, so, so hard. no top top three um i so i'm not huge into like I, I like rap, but I'm not... Cr- Actually, Anderson Pack when I saw oh. him... He, he is a masterful instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. Dude, when I saw him insane. at TD Echo Beach, like when he sits on those drums... Ooh, yeah, so he was, he was amazing. But... um, So I went to Coachella this mm-hmm. past year Coachella. for my birthday. Awesome. Um, and I'm all about the music. Like, I literally didn't go for the fact that it was Coachella. I was like yeah. running from stage to stage. Um, Tame Impala was amazing. <sighs> And the visuals oh. for that show like blew my fucking mind. Very first song, just can yeah. the confetti. Yeah, exactly. And it was wind like crazy when I was there that night. So mm. the confetti was just like shooting at us like laser yeah. beams. It was amazing. That's so sick. that show. Um, and then seeing Alabama Shakes live mm. um, when they were all together before Brittany Howard broke off i went to her most recent concert at the danforth and she was phenomenal regardless but seeing an organ three like backup singers a guitarist a bassist like a piano player like everything that full full beautiful like gospel sound on stage just like nothing compares to that for me nothing actually speaking of that yeah that's actually the angle that the Eagles are are pulling. They're coming on. They're going on tour. I know. They're going on another tour, and they're bringing an orchestra with them. Oh my wow. god, I saw that. And they're playing the whole Hotel California album oh, with, this, with this. Yeah, bro. With are, whole, with are we all those gonna try and go? Hmm? I would. I posted about it. I was like, hey, anybody? I hit literally me up? will I'm go there. to L.A. with you to go and see them. L.A. or New York. I Down. mean, L.A. would be sick though. We've because like because we love. I LA. love L.A. Well, I like California. I don't necessarily love. Actually, LA. no, I don't love L.A. <laughs> yeah, either, I like but. the out. I like other the other yeah. parts. But what I about like you? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's I didn't. I've been a lot of shows. I'm sure. Yeah, that's a toughie. Chris, or what makes a good show for you? What makes maybe a good that's show? an easier question. Um. I think there 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 needs to be some responsibility responsibility for the artist to put on a good show. Mm. I think sometimes I, I'll speak for the rap rappers. A lot of them just rap um, left to right, left to right, not really engaging. Like yes, you know the lyrics to your own song, like <laughs> like cool. that's expected from Kudos. you. But like try to engage the crowd a bit. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, 
I feel you on that. I feel you on that because some people will come up and they just kind of let. I, I mean, I also one thing that I love my my favorite aspect of a show is when an artist does plays just the instrumental in the background mm. with no accompanying uh, MP3 vocals. Chris, Chris, I was a Sabrina, I was a Sabrina Claudio like, last night. <gasps> oh, dude, I, I saw. Sabrina. I actually saw your post oh and you were like, God. "Please sing at my wedding." Yeah, she <laughs> has she's locked in. <laughs> yeah, Bro, she's she locked belong to you. I was like, "Oh my God!" Yeah, she's melting an away. angel. Yeah, like it was uh, insane. Yeah. yeah. Where was she? She was at Rebel last night. Oh my god! Yeah, I was sick. Yeah, she's like I I made a post on my on my personal uh, Instagram account. I was yeah. like, Sabrina Claudio has to be my has to be my wedding when I get married. Non negotiable. Oh my yeah, god! It's like, yes. it's got it's happening. Like my wife, if, yeah. if like if you if we have a disagreement, I'm sorry, I'm taking Sabrina over you. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're listening, just know. I'll see you yeah. after the wedding FYI. celebration. <laughs> you can be in the other notice. room. Yeah. You have like a rider when you go to like get married. You're like these are the things that I require as a human to marry, you. and one of them is Sabrina Claudio. At our I wedding. need at least three songs. From you Sabrina need to be Claudio. okay with this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Should we move but on? But yeah, let's move on. What's let's go the, to our last our, one. What's our last one here on the docket? Our last one. Hit us with it. <laughs> is music as therapy. Oh. And I almost feel like we've been doing that this entire time. That yeah. sounds so cheesy, but like just talking about music makes me feel good. I'm trying to remember who suggested that one. Not I that we're going to out them anyway, but. <laughs> You've been outed. But yeah, I think. I mean, how, how, how have you found that, like, music has treated you emotionally or physically, like, you know, as a, as a means of therapy? Do you find that that's something that, you know, in your um, daily life you experience? Or I think, for, for me personally, I spend so much time looking for photos, looking for videos, just spending so much time visually trying to obtain stuff. But mm. being able to kind of turn that l- part of my life off and just defer to just listening to music is really therapeutical. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I listen to... Like, it, it varies depending on my mood, but for me to wind down, I don't always listen to rap and hip-hop. Yeah. Right, that's R&B what I was going to ask yeah. you. What's, like, the mu- What's the genre that tends to be that hit home for um, you on, on kind of just keeping you zen and mellowing you out? I think Sabrina Claudio yeah. is definitely in the playlist. Nice. Um, SZA, yeah. d- d- depending on, on the mood. Um, who else? Um... Who else is there? Let me let me check my, my playlist. Yeah, yeah. Do you pull listen it to up. any pull oldies or is it all current music? Oh, I listen to, to Prince for sure. Mm. Prince is like nice. a really like big yeah. go to for me. I have yeah. to listen to Prince. Yeah. Um let me see. Most recently listened to? Most Janae was... Aiko is a really big yes. one too. Mm. Like I yeah. please please don't judge me for it. I'm not that person. Dude, dude, I, just, I love the melodies, the vibe oh, she puts. Why would we judge yeah. you? Why would we judge like, you? Oh my goodness, like Janae. No, <laughs> no judgments, dude. No. Ev- and besides, you know what? Everyone, everyone has their vice music, right? Yeah. yeah. Everyone, everyone has their dirty little vices, right? You know, oh, we all like, have our little secret yeah. pleasures. Country sh- isn't that bad. It's <laughs> yeah. you know, if you it hear depends. country from the right person. I think for me, for like if, if it's like bluegrass. Yeah. Or like something like 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 seventies or sixties country, then I'm all over it. But some of the <laughs> yeah. new stuff for me is where I get kind of no, I agree. I like lost, none of this, none of this revenge plotting my ex girlfriend shit. Like yeah. I'm not into that. That kind of country I've music. Heard, can I've, heard, suck I've it. heard about enough souped up Chevys <laughs> to last. Yeah. The rest Sorry, of my life. Carrie. That's true. Yeah. Was yeah. was Old Town Road a, a country song, guys? Oh, oh we you know actually... what? So I'm so curious about this because there's a new other country rap song that just came out. Really? I was listening What's to it, it on the radio. Look, I don't listen, know. I'll play it's it right like, now. Oh, the mic. oh, what is I it? think I shazammed it. Play it. Play I actually it the... think I shazammed it. Play a part of it because I was so curious. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" 
Oh, yeah. Bla- okay, here we go. Thank God. The Get Up by Blanco Brown. Oh, see now, this, but see now Lil Nas X has opened up a door for are you ready? a new wave of people to exploit a new sound, you know? Yeah. This is like even more country. It's so bad. This is like bumpkin almost. <laughs> I, I feel like this is like reverse like Old Town Road. Yeah. yeah. It's like Old Town Road took a step from hip hop into into country. Yeah. And the country's the like, other, we're going to reverse. Gonna we're we're, we're going to counter punch you and make a really bad rap <laughs> yeah, song. So back how bad is that? Like, but that is the definition of country rap to me. Like yeah. whatever I, I that was. That person <laughs> has a lot to improve with. Like, yeah. It's just... Growth, growth needed. Exactly. So interesting. I'm not saying don't make it, but just <laughs> refine it. Recognize. Yeah. Recognize refine. what you're refine. doing is wrong and change it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my I'm, god, that's funny. I take I take to um like a lot of sixties and fifties music 50s. when I'm winding down. Yes. And like Frank Sinatra is my my forever pleasure. You know who has a, like really nice melodies and like simple, simple uh like instrumental aspects uh. that I really like to listen to when I'm when I'm mellowing out is they're they're this trio called the Fleetwoods. Oh. And they're from like the mid fifties and early fifties. Hmm. And they have such beautiful music. And it's it's really beautiful. Like lots of like or like simple orchestral components. Yeah. And it's two females and one male and their melodies and their harmonies are just so nice. And it's almost it's like very ethereal when you listen because there's just like mm. a light verb and it's got that old, like, warm 50s, That's like, tape so nice. feel to it. So it's, like, really nice to listen to. Have either of you ever heard of um, the... You head- said the Fleetwoods? Yeah, yeah. the Fleetwoods do. Yeah, actually. You yeah, you should, you should listen to I them. I want to write it down It's later. actually, like, really nice stuff to mellow out to. Also, the head and the heart. There's, like, more of their, acu- their acoustic music. A- acoustic. You, am I speaking English? Acoustic. Acoustic. <laughs> um, has some really beautiful melodies. As well as... Um, Oh my God! Local natives. It's what I recognize. They have five-part yeah, harmonies in their music. Familiar. Oh my God! The local natives. A good harmony, like, get me off. Yeah. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's the real truth. Pack it up. Pack it up. <laughs> Take it home. Let's go, baby. Yeah. I love That's it. so funny. Yeah, I've I've been noticing recently. Like the '50s have been like a big. Uh, a big area of, of attention for me. I've been listening to a lot of fifties yeah. and I've also been digging a lot of like old blues music too. Um, I think it's so important for people to try and like, even if they don't like it to try and listen to music from that generation and, and listen to music when it was at that stage in development. Cause you really appreciate where we are now and you hear so many parallels and <laughs> so much inspiration yeah. from it that In- inspiration and samples i was just mm. literally yeah, the next thing true. i was gonna say yeah. was samples, samples and, and, and more samples and songs that the beatles and other white rock bands ripped off of black <laughs> quartets from yeah. like the yeah. 50s yeah you'd be su- just shocked at how many songs have oh, been no, redone and no one has any idea that that song existed and no one really prior. talks about it no because <laughs> because they probably bought the rights they probably bought the publishing right. rights and they're like yeah. you never own this song thank you yeah. goodbye yeah. pleasure doing yeah. business yeah. with you. And I bet you back in the day they did not pay them very much money. Oh no! You know? yeah. I, I was gonna make a bad joke. I'm sure the royalty percentage was. They may, maybe they didn't Tiny. even have a royalty agreement because yeah. they may like have been so. Yeah. yeah, we'll maybe pay you like, flat fee and yeah. take your. Yeah. 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 
But yeah, terrible. That's why I think it's important. It, yeah. Just expand your appreciation for where music is right now. You know. But mm-hmm. back to therapy. Right. We yeah. We we did get <laughs> we quite uh, quite no, sidetracked on that one. But I, it's okay. No, I just I have I have a burning question. Mm-mm. Um, what do you think it is about music that people find so therapeutic? Interesting. I, I'm really mm. curious because I'm trying to pinpoint it and I don't think I can. What our best guess be since none of yeah. us are doctors or experts. I feel like Anton's thinking on this really heavily He's right now. Stewing. He's in a stance. Huh. He's stewing. Mm. I, I think that, um, well, I do go to a lot of concerts and I think um, there are certain kind of like dormant thoughts and experiences and like feelings, I guess, like the feeling of euphoria, I guess, right. that mm-hmm. you associate with certain songs. Like you remember, uh, for example, for me, um, I remember the first time I heard, or the first time I saw uh, Post perform Congratulations. Uh, um, and every time I hear that song when I play it, I'm just like, wow. Like, the, the mood I was in when I heard that song just brings it back yeah. every single time. Mm-hmm. Like, the, just that, it's such, it, first of all, Congratulations is a great song. Um, still, like, it's a song I cannot skip when I, when I shuffle my phone. But um, that song, like, all the, just everything about the song, the production is on point. The way the the song structure just and the features, even in the future version, like everything about the song is just like a happy mood, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like just happiness. Like I don't I don't know how else to explain it. That's what music does to me. Just yeah, puts me in a, it puts me in a mood for yeah. sure. Yeah, and it's transportative. Yeah, yeah. it is for yeah. sure. I don't know if that's a word, but it, I made it up. I, I it is now. It is. I feel like it is. I chose it. It's okay. <laughs> On this podcast, everything goes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel you, man. It's it's really interesting how. And some it's sometimes you can't even because you know for me what might make my brain tingle a little when I listen to something might not be the same thing for yeah. you guys right like mm-hmm. we might listen to the same song and then we might all go that was a sick song but we could all have very different reasons as to why that song yeah. like resonated with us yeah. in like an auditory sense for sure and like I definitely know like there there are certain songs where I can't explain why I like them so much because sometimes I'll even play them for other people and they'll be like eh, like yeah. Mm. But for some reason, there's an aspect of the song that just makes me feel something. Yeah. And, you know, I can't shake it when I listen to it. Yeah. It's really it interesting. Your brain. It does. It's, that's why I said that, because it brain. does. It yeah. literally tickles your brain. And I'm sure if we had an expert in here, yeah. they could explain us exactly the how it does. The neurons that are yeah. firing in yeah. your brain. How it accesses the pleasure center. <laughs> the but it does. Of that yeah. One. Right. It's the chime in that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it's interesting. I also think it has to do a lot with community. Mm-hmm. Um, and community that builds from music or uh, associating songs with things that bring you to other people not or other alone. places. Yeah, not feeling alone, knowing that um, there's something out there that's someone out there who's making something that resonates with you, even if you're not sharing it with anyone else. That connection you have with an artist already like dissipates that sort of feeling of loneliness. Yeah, I think that's a pretty awesome thing. I actually have one story about music and therapy Mm -hmm. which is kind of weird um you know how songs can kind of be really triggering to memories like you were saying yeah um i had one song that i associated with my ex that for the longest time like i couldn't listen to it and it took like a long time until i totally now now i listen to it and i like can enjoy the song for myself yeah. But it was like a long process to mm. get back to where I was happy listening to it again. Yeah. No, I totally feel you on that. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to remember what I was going to say before that, but it's okay. If it was really important, I would remember. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I feel you. That I definitely had one or two songs where 
I could not, or it was like I would torture myself because I remember when I first, when I broke up with my first serious high school girlfriend, Sabrina, <laughs> um, we had this one song that we like really, like we both would always listen to. Yeah. And we like loved it. Like it was like our, we deemed it our song at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Those are the worst. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Yeah. Don't then do that. Always, yeah. Yeah. And then you're really locked into it. Yeah, emotionally. What, I, what I do is I download the entire album and I just remove that one song. <laughs> make sure I have no chance Oops. of playing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude. And like what I would do is it's funny because even sometimes you crave that feeling, even though you know it's bad for you, right? Yeah. Like I would find myself playing it and I'd be like, why the fuck am I playing this? It's making me cry. But yeah. I would continue to listen to it that yeah. day you but know maybe you need the catharsis maybe exactly. that's that, the therapy 100 percent. you're you're washing it out of you you know yeah, yeah. You're detoxifying the song yeah. you're growing strength <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah it's it's really interesting because you know it's different for some people like i know i have some friends who don't music doesn't do much for them in that sense yeah you know Which some people aren't as some people are not as, as as you know i think we often think when you are in that mindset that other people are just as susceptible to it but it's definitely not the case for some people yeah i have some friends that their music taste is whatever spotify is curating for them on their news page like like it's just kind of like they'll just shuffle a playlist and passively yeah. it's like just let it happen and that's fine too you yeah. know that's that's what floats your boat and that's fine yeah but I definitely know that that's not the case for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think, I think another cool thing that I found with like music is the, sometimes the really therapeutic stuff is not even always the stuff with lyrics. Like sometimes I'll listen to more ambient stuff when I'm trying to like meditate or I'm like, you know, sitting in the sauna or something, just trying to kind of center myself. Mm-hmm. I find just like the tones and the textures yeah. are often really nice. Cause it's it again, kind of tingles it's, your brain. It's really tickle. Yeah. Yeah. Meditating is really important. Just like back to therapy, just meditate. It's really easy. Take 15 mm-hmm. minutes out of your day. Mm-hmm. Just sit down, put your headphones on, and just close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Is that therapy. something that you do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, days can be long, but always try to find some time to de-stress. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Do you find that um, when you meditate, do you find that you like to have something kind of in the background to ground you, like some sort of ambient noise or white noise, or do you prefer just kind of dead um, silence and I've, just kind I've of tried both. yourself i think when it's dead silent i just my mind starts kind of like going to the corners and like think about right. things i don't really need to at the time so i right. just I, the, the ambient noise kind of kind of keeps me occupied right for lack of a better term just from yeah. like whatever thought it may be yeah i remember i can't remember where i where i who told me this but it was a really interesting point i think it really like enlightened me on what you know you should be looking for out of meditation mm-hmm. but um, you know, the act of meditation isn't necessarily having a blank mind. Like people think it's like, you've got to like work yeah. towards the day when you can have a blank mind, but it's like, no, even the most powerful, like the people who are even like, you know, years and years of practice in your, your mind still wanders. It's just the way the human brain operates. Right. And For it's sure. like the act of acknowledging that you're wandering and then trying to reel it back yeah. and then hitting reset and trying to ground yourself again. That's like really the important part of it. It's the is, mental control. Is, yeah. Is acknowledging it and trying to snap back. Totally. Yeah. And I think that was something I remember when I learned. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because for a while, I would try to just like, just shut, like kill the, shut it down. And I'd be like, well, you just, I, I'm just going to point out for a second and might be outing you. You just closed your eyes and stayed silent on a podcast where no one got to see what you just did. 
Is the it's GoPro okay. dead? They felt it. Oh, maybe the GoPro is yeah, dead. Yeah, the poor little guy, poor little guy, cacked out on us. Oh, no. Either way, so now we don't have video content. Yeah. But Chris was squinting, closing yeah. his eyes, and closing his He'll mouth. We'll drop an yeah. instant replay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it on the Instagram, yeah. <laughs> just for your reference. Yeah. This is what he was doing when there was silence. Yeah, yeah. Time mark this. <laughs> so you know, before we wrap things up, Anton, is there anything that you got coming up? Anything um, interesting you got coming up on the docket? You mentioned something about going on tour, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, next month, for the month of November, I'm back on tour with uh, St. John. Uh, we're doing 19 stops, I think, um, yeah. including Toronto. I was going to say, is that just the States, or are you guys going to be passing through Canada? Um, well, we start in uh, Dallas for Posty Fest, nice. uh, which is going to be fun. I think Meek Mill is there this year, uh, Sway Lee. A lot, a lot of people. Sway Lee. We, we don't speak of him anymore at this the, studio. Um, <laughs> the, the, the more talkative half of Ray Schwimmerd. Oh, um, okay. AKA Not Slim Jimmy. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, he kind of. That one. Yeah, right? For, for an LG. His name um, is. Yeah. Wait, quick question, though. Just because maybe you have a better perspective on that. What happened there with him and like Slim Jimmy or whatever his name is? Um, did they just like amicably, he was just like, I want to be by myself, <laughs> or did they have beef or something? I have no prior knowledge, but uh, this is my, my assumption. Take. Yeah, Your my take. take. Um, hot take. Hot. I think uh, SL, because we can't say his name here. Right, SL. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, Yo, shall not be named. Yeah. Uh, Voldemort. Was on more more hooks. Just he was he was more he branded himself better. He was on right. more songs, more hit songs, and I think Slim Jimmy, uh, his role is always more reserved for verses, mm-hmm. and not that people was not not that people weren't looking for Slim Jimmy verses. It's it's just that there was not much demand for it at the time. Right. And I think Swaley kind of took this opportunity to be like, look, I can I need to make money. I need to get my my name out there, and, and in turn, our name will be out there. Um, we got to split up so I can just be me. Like right. I can't bring you with every song, bring you on every song I'm on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He definitely has the he he has the voice for the hooks, and like yeah. he's got his hooks down. So yeah, I can see why he would have done that. You know, yeah. yeah. Just, if you think about it, like the song structure, if you bring on both of them, that's already so. You say you take that take out the hook, and you add one verse. There's maybe at most two verses left. Right. That becomes a Sway Lee song. I mean, that becomes a Ray Schmidt song featuring Not, someone. Exactly. Right. You can't just. Yeah. The way the song Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like the organized. way the real estate of the song works. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The real estate of yeah. the song. Yeah, it is. The real is that song what it's the called? Song, the bar real estate. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't um, speak that, No, I just kind of threw that was it, pure assumption. I yeah. know nothing. I have yeah. no association <laughs> with either of them. Please don't find <laughs> yeah. him. He is not liable for anything said on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we anyway, like Anton and would like yeah. him to stay. This was uh this was awesome. We really enjoyed having you. It was fun. It was great, dude. Definitely do it again. Yeah, we'll definitely have you again. And next time we'll have to have you on here too yeah, yeah. next time so we, can talk about, yeah. we can get roman on the mic and we can talk about his music a little bit yeah uh, once we once we hear what's what the happenings are what the haps is <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure it's gonna bless our ears yeah so thanks so much again and yeah, to man. all of our listeners thank you for listening to episode nine of rule of three Peace. thanks guys see you next week Bye.